we're back with another episode of the STEM Talks podcast and we're going to talk about how we are using STEM for the better. As we may already know, STEM helps us in solving so many challenges that our world continues to face today. And reiterating everything that we have shared before in this podcast, STEM is not just about coding, lab codes, but instead also involves many different fields such as manufacturing, food production, healthcare, and so much more that we actually take for granted but also can't live without. And over the years, STEM has saved so many lives and this somehow entices people who are passionate about their advocacies to use STEM in helping people. So today, we've invited two role models in STEM and how they're using STEM to fulfill their personal advocacies and at the same time, how they're uplifting communities. Tell us more about the work you do and maybe walk us through your career journey in STEM. Hello, I'm Justine Bennett-Noriato. You can call me Tin. And uh, I just finished my uh, Doctor of Agricultural Science in Nagoya University last week. And I study mga, ano, insects of medical importance. So uh, I'm working with mosquitoes and control agents. And for my PhD, I'm studying mga disease-causing agents sa uh, insects. Ayan. So I started with public health, and then diverted to entomology, and after I diverted again, to uh, insect pathology. So I don't. So I'm now I'm teaching in uh, Visayas State University. So I will be going back after quarantine. And I have been in research, and also I have done uh, field work sa FAO. So under the Yolanda program, ayon. Thank you, Tin. So what made you choose pala entomology? What made you shift to that career? Actually, there's a story. So when I was in my fourth year of public health, we have uh, a subject in medical entomology. So uh, public health is not only parang overall health ng, ng human. So actually, a bulk of our problems in public health and in medicine are due to mga insects that are carrying diseases. So mosquitoes and flies and yan. So I was very, very, very interested. And usually the path that my uh, classmates took, around 90% of them took medicine. And uh, I'm not sure if it's for me. So I went to entomology because everyone else in my class was disgusted. <laughs> I admit, everyone was afraid of insects and I was the only one enjoying it. So parang nakita ko yung fulfillment of having to like a subject that everyone else fears and do not understand. And parang doon nag-spark yung interest ko na ah, I, this is a hole that I can uh, fill in in the future. So that's why I get it. At least you've also chosen a path that you know you also started growing interest in. So thank you so much, Tin, for sharing. I'll turn to you, Alden. Maybe you can also introduce yourself, tell us more about the work you do, and walk us through your career journey in STEM. All right. Greetings, everybody. I'm Aldrin Gabuya. I'm the resident astronomer slash observatory staff in Al-Sadim Observatory in Abu Dhabi here in UAE. It's a privately owned research facility here in Abu Dhabi. It was established back in 2016 by an astronomy enthusiast. Ito yung kakaiba dyan. Yung nag-build ng observatory is not really an astronomer. Passion niya lang yan. 
Then, meron din ng, yung isa sa mga co-founders ng Observatories, also a kabayan. Filipino din siya. Na same ang enthusiasm niya in astronomy. And then, it's quite a long story. Kung makikita niyo sa website namin, sa alsadimastronomy.ae, na doon yung entire story, or just Google about us. And then, yun, transition ako in my own journey. It's basically quite, you know, like, typical youth, di ba? Kapag pumasok ka sa isang field or certain na career path, di ba? It's either of two things lang yan eh. It's either merong kang hinahangaan na isang tao or nakatanim na sa'yo yan. It's either of the two ways, di ba? Ako kasi, it's a bit more unconventional in a sense that I'm a pretty much an ambitious kid. Basically like, marami akong naging pangarap noon back in the day. Nung bata ako, since hinahangaan ako kasi... That was around 2001. Eh, siyempre, yung politics that time, hangang-hanga ako sa Chief Justice, sa mga abogado. Kaya ang galing eh. Hangang-hanga ako sa mga talino nila kung paano sila mag-defend and all of that. So I wanted to become, initially, to become a Chief Justice. Then napak- napansin ko, it's, oh, parang palang napansin ko, hirap pala nito. ito. Parang wala sa aking, uh, you know, sa personality ko na mag-defend, na halos magsalita, na parang lumaban and all of that. Kasi I'm pretty much like a quiet person. Quiet ako. Introverted. And then, yun, it transition to weather forecasting. Kasi nanonood ako pina Ernie Baron. Okay. Of course, nowadays si Mang Tani, yung mga pag-asa weather forecasters. And then it transitioned from there. Like originally, yun talaga yung gusto kong maging path to become a meteorologist. I want to be part of Pagasa. And then, naghahanap ako around, I would say, like high school. Naghahanap ako ng certain course na gusto kong makuha na mayroong meteorology course, BS Meteorology. Eh wala pa nun that time. I can transition to physics, pero yung iba kasi parang ang layo sa ang layo sa pinanggalingan ko. I'm from Makati, by the way. Originally from the Philippines. And then, nakita ko yung isang course in Rizal Tech University in Mandaluyong, Univers- uh, Mandaluyong City. I'm, a, I'm the fifth batch. So, kabilang ako sa fifth batch because it's a relatively new course. And then, basically, naisip ko na pag-asa din pala yung kahantungan ko eh. If I take this course doon din ako babagsak sa pagasa and then I can start my meteorological career there. But since the experience of astronomy is like the first time that I handled the telescope and then pointed at the moon and then may mga tao na parang curious like, anong pinaggagawa itong lalaki ito? Anong sinisilip niya? Pero ayun, nung pinapakita ko, ito yung moon. Ah. Nakatingin ako sa moon. Tapos pinakita ko like, wow, galing! Paano ba yan? Ganun yung naging journey ko. And then, from then on, from that fulfillment, yung, yung fulfilling experience na yun, from that feedback na naririnig ko sa tao, that actually pushed me to, sige, dito na ako. It's a unique field. Maraming humahanga sa gantong klaseng tao. Like, they took a different path. Like, also for you, Justin, di ba? Unique yung field mo eh. Yes, that's true. Thank you. Thank you, Alden, for sharing that. And would you say that 
yung exposure mo to these weather reporters or role models or to pag-asa din? Was it a highlight or a milestone for you that also defined where you are right now? Or were there any other turning points naman sa buhay mo that influenced your decision to pursue this kind of career path? I would say that's one. That's one of the main highlights kung bakit ako napunta dito. Kasi seeing that particular career path and then it brings value to people. Lahat ng tao naapektuhan ng lagay ng panahon eh. Kahit nga pag titingnan nila yung buwan, 'di ba? Pansinin niyo, 'di ba yung sa yung mga astronomical events, astronomical na mga bagay, 'di ba? Like mga planets, the moon, 'di ba ginagawa ng kanta yan? Ginagawa din ng movies. So that's contributes also another factor why I want to stay in this field kasi for example may nakifilm silang isang scene sa pelikula na parang hindi nila maintindihan but ganun like parang ba pumunta ka ng space bigyan tumigil or push gumano may mga kakaibang certain na scenes diba sa movies lalo na yung mga super movies yung Marvel Interstellar diba yung The Martian ngayon may bagong libro ngayon na nilabas si Andy Quirk yung Project Hail Mary gagawan nila to ng pelikula for sure. So binabasa ko to ngayon, siguro malapit na pa sa kalahati. It's very much uh, nakaka-capture siya ng curiosity, lalo na mga maliliit na bata. Yun yun eh, yun yung isa sa mga factors that contribute that really makes like a milestone for everybody, hindi lang para sa akin. Pati sa ibang mga tao din, di ba? Ganun din sa mga insects, di ba? Kahit nga hindi trip ng ibang tao. Pero kapag napansin nila na, lalo na yung namumungang paru-paru. Kahit ako, astronomer ako. Pero sobrang namamangha ako sa nagbo-blossom na na paru-paru. From a caterpillar, naging paru-paru. Diba? It's a metamorphosis. Diba? And so, dapat ganun tayo. Like, as we age, parang nag-exhibit tayo ng metamorphosis. Like, we evolve, we transform, and nag-grow. Yun lang naman yung pinaka-essence din ng fulfilling life eh. If you grow, then you're fulfilling something. Yes, I I very much agree with that. Diba parang when we're younger, of course, we're very exposed to pop culture or the media, how they portray yung science. Um, and besides this, it also sparks yung curiosity natin. Eh. Like when we're when you're younger, we, ang dami nating tanong, uh, why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? Baka tumuulan, where does the rain come from? I think it starts from there talaga. Like whether, no matter what stage you're at your life, the moment that you become curious about your surroundings or you start questioning what you see in the media or online, diba? that that sparks na yung interest mo. So thank you, Aldrin, for sharing that. What about you, Tim? Like you also mentioned that your career path or your path right now, it wasn't really something that you planned. It's just something that you suddenly became interested in. So were there any other mga highlights or milestones in your life or mga turning points that influenced your decision to pursue the path you're in now? Actually, um, nung bata pa ako, I really dreamed of being a scientist. I was a science nerd kid. Ayan. Pero hindi siya technically na biology or something i actually wanted kagaya ni Aldrin i wanted to be an astronaut kasi parang ah the universe is so vast and da- parang ang daming curiosities kasi nga hindi mo naiintindihan so when you're in that age parang lahat gusto mong malaman ganyan So I, I wanted to be an astronaut but as i grew up in high school na realize ko na 
pag gusto mo maging astronaut, there's a lot of calculus and physics going on. And um, we're not really friends. You have calculus, so okay, shift to another one. So, parang the universe is fast. So, medyo ni narrow down ko yung uh, area ko. So, okay. If I can go to the universe, go exploring the universe, I'll explore another vast uh, topic. Gusto ko ng sa oceans, ganyan. So, I wanted to be a marine biologist kasi nga parang the, the world is 90% water and only 10% has been explored. Ganyan. Pero, walang, uh, nung nakapasa ako sa university ko, walang choice ng marine science. So, nasa, ano lang siya, nasa Manila. And I was a very naive student back then. Uh, I didn't want to go far from my family. So, I went to public health. Ayan. Pero, um, as I went to public health, na-realize ko na yung track of public health is more into, uh, most of the graduates go into medicine. And <laughs> I realized then, upon self-discovery, that I'm not really a people person, so I don't want to talk to patients. Because, uh, in medicine, it's not only that you talk to your patients. You need the patients to talk to the family. You handle a lot of stress, ganyan. So I think I cannot handle talking to a lot of people. Para the the work itself is very stressful and as an introvert also. So I also need to exert half of my energy talking to a lot of people, parang ganon. So, uh, okay. So I, I needed something that I really wanted to do, something that pays, something that I can do for maybe 50 years of my life, and something that is rewarding. So there is this word in Japanese that we call ikigai. So it's, it's a sense of being. So it's your purpose in the world. Uh, pero hindi lang siya, uh, hindi lang siya something that you give yourself into. So dapat kaya karin yung buhayin, kaya kanyang ipush to do something, and it's very fulfilling. So I think nung na discover ko yung field of entomology, parang the fulfillment itself of uh, discovering something that is not understood or very misunderstood by the people. So from the oceans that is unexplored. Parang, uh, the fulfillment I, I get from entomology is that we have about 10 billion insect species in the world and only 1 million has been named. And sa 1 million na yon, 1 to 3% lang um, may negative effects. Ganyan. Pero parang everyone else sees that the 10 million or that 1 million named insects are all negative. Lahat sila peste, lahat sila is... Mm, they do not belong to the world. So there's a lot of miscommunication that needs to be addressed. So yun yung parang naging purpose-driven life ko, kaya ko in-explore yung entomology. Thank you, Tim, for sharing. Very, very true yan. The moment you hear insects kasi yung mga peste sila, but they don't realize how, you know, like how it also benefits yung environment natin, how they benefit us din, diba? I guess I'll ask this question to you then also, Alden. So you mentioned na very, I guess, ang daming turns yung career more interest in terms of STEM. So, from you wanted to be an astronaut, then marine biology, now you're in the field of entomology, diba? So, were there any specific interests or advocacies growing up? And did this motivate you to take a STEM track? Actually, yung advocacy ko, since nandun na din naman tayo sa topic, it's miscommunication and bridging the gap. 
So, parang within scientists, we wanted to address some scientific gaps that we use. Pero yung problem that we face in is that only scientists understand other scientists. Ganon, di ba? Sometimes nga hindi pa magkatalo. Parang there are theories na hindi nag-agree ang one, ano ba tawag nila doon, one circle to another. May, may ganyan-ganyan. Pero sometimes we forget that as scientists, we also need to address the gap within the community. So, dapat hindi lang tayo-tayo ang nagkakaintindihan because what are we doing all this for? So, we want to create a better world. We want to understand the world. Parang ganon. But we we do this, most of us, we do this so that uh, we can create a better world for the future generations. However, we cannot create that world if we're only 10% or maybe 2% of the population. So, we need to let the the community understand what we are doing so so para sa akin yung naging advocacy ko is i'm creating projects that allows me to be able to introduce uh, entomology and clarify misconceptions in entomology to to the public especially sa mga farmers and uh, sa mga bata rin kasi actually within my experience yung mga bata actually is very interested in insects nung bata pa lang However, there is this social norm na parang as they grow up, parang yung adults ayaw nila sa insecto. So there's there's this negative air around the field of entomology that parang as as the children grow up, they tend to leave yung interest nila sa insects kasi nga parang they grow into a society that has a negative perception about insects. So ayun, uh, my project is a bridging community gaps uh, within scientists and community and especially sa farmers natin kasi there are the ones who are most exposed sa sa insecto. So parang sa atin nung nasa United Nations ako, yung farmers actually I had this training and when I introduce them to the insects and also introduce them to beneficial insects. Parang sinabi nila, ay may ganun pala ma'am. Uh, pero kasi kami, parang pag may nakita kaming insekto, peste agad. So, we we tend to do spraying agad. So, it's not necessary pala. So, ganun. So, parang when you want to address something, you need to know what you are addressing. So the correct identification of insects that you are uh, meeting in the field is very beneficial or very necessary when when you are doing uh, control programs. That's very true. No, I think a lot of scientists have also mentioned. I guess the ones we've interviewed, we've talked to, um, they have a hard time, or they're trying to bridge the gap between how they communicate science to the public. And it's good that Ikaotin, at least you're also trying to do that with the field of work you're in. And it's also good that you're also helping communities and explaining how STEM, especially your field, can really benefit them and also change their perspectives on how they do everyday activities, right? So thank you so much, Tin, for sharing. Um, so back to you, Aldrin, also. What were your advocacies and interests growing up? And did this motivate you to take STEM? And Tin already answered this, but maybe you can also share how your line of work has benefited communities that you've directly worked with. All right. Basically, yung advocacy ko is like in my case here in the UAE, widely open na siya. Inintroduce na talaga siya dito sa UAE. Like take note back in 2014 lang. 
nung in-establish ang UAE Space Agency. And ever since that time, eh, naipakita na ng UAE Space Agency kanilang capabilities in why not conducting their own uh, space program dito sa bansang ito. But personally speaking for me, I'm trying to actually inline ko yung sarili ko sa kanilang advocacy. And it's also part din ng how I actually going to i-position din sarili ko sa personal goal din ni Sir Tabet, which is my boss. Shout out sa kanya. And yung advocacies ko naman in person, especially in the work that I'm in, ang ginagawa ko lang naman dun is, of course, just like what Pin said, the science communication is conveying information, simplifying all of the complex information na tinatanggap namin mga scientists and then simplify it para sa mga madlang people, basically. Feynman technique, di ba? Yung Feynman technique, yan yun. Like, kung di mo ma-ex... Sabi nga din ni Einstein, di ba? Kung hindi mo siya ma-explain ng simple, hindi mo talaga siya naiintindihan. Di ba? Parang, parang isang sentence lang. Pag yung pinaka-concept ng science... Communication is that. Sinabi na ni Einstein and then yung Feynman technique. Like, digest mo, then simplify mo, then ituro mo siya. Talala sa mga bata or kahit sino man na parang, ah, curious yan, ah, paano yan? Turo mo. Pero in a simplified way. And advocacy ko naman din is also uh, a bit personal. Yung personal advocacies dito. Like, napansin ko yun eh. I think, nakita ko rin yung mga post mo in sa Pinoy Scientist. And you're featured in Pinoy Scientist, I guess. So that's why, and naging part din ako doon, like that was last year. And that was during lockdown, April 2020, ako na-feature din ng Pinoy Scientist. As in lockdown talaga, nandun lang ako sa observatory for like for a long time. Kasi nga, ang hirap lumabas. And personal advocacy ko naman in this field is, bihira ang mga Pinoy Scientist sa Middle East. Bihirang bihira. Ilan-ilan lang yung nakikita kong mga Pinoy Scientist na na nafi-feature. I know someone na professor siya sa Higher College of Technology. She's an uh, engineer and she's a professor of engineering, assistant professor siya. And then, the rest, wala na. Wala na akong nakikita iba pang Pinoy scientist sa Middle East. So, ang personal advocacy ko is, yun nga, like, iangat ko din yung mga Pinoy scientist dito sa, sa Middle East. Maraming mga kabayan dito, as in, isa to sa mga pinakamalaking hotspot countries for jobs dito sa buong mundo, for OFWs, ang Middle East. Pag nakakapanood ako ng mga certain na uh, award ceremonies, meron dito yung eh, mga award ceremonies for kabayans na nag-e-excel. Like para mga Global Excellence Awards ito. Gusto ko masama dun. Like parang isa yun sa mga goal ko. Eh, Siyempre, I'm a Filipino scientist. Siyempre, sabi nga, di ba, lang quotation ng Pinoy scientist, we exist. Di ba, parang, mm, astronomy, like, what? Bang klase ito, ha? Like, astronaut out of this world, literally. Diba? Yun, medyo personal lang yun. But definitely, yun yung isa sa main drive ko in actually taking this field, taking this much more forward. And why not, yun nga, kung meron silang mga space ambassadors na yung tinatawag nila mga space ambassadors for like science communicators, di ba, yung mga ganun. Meron sa NASA niyan eh, mga space ambassadors. Like why not? Kung merong mga space ambassador opportunities sa UAE Space Agency, why not in Filipino? Di ba, ganun lang. Like, depende na lang kung sino naman yun kasi marami din ako nakikita ng mga 
Pilipino scientists din dito. Dito sila nag-aaral eh, sa NYUAD, sa Califa University. May mga nakikita akong mga Pinoy dito na students. Yeah, basically yun yung advocacy ko. Aside from, not just for myself, this is for the youth, basically. And even sa mga youth at heart, yung mga matatanda na, di ba, 40s and 50s, nagiging amateur astronomers sila. Meron silang mga sariling telescopes, meron silang sariling equipment na ginagamit nila to, in fact, contribute to the actual science of astronomy, basically. Thank you, Elgin. And I... I agree din sa sinasabi mo na very important, I guess, yung role models, Filipino role models specifically in different parts of the world. I mean, if you look at platforms like Pinoy Scientist, diba? it shows how, yun nga, these scientists exist. Madami talagang Philippine scientists all around the world. And it's very interesting. I also read your entries, both of you, na very different din yung mga experiences of each scientist. So, you can be from an unconventional background, wala kang STEM experience, and you suddenly enter the STEM career, o parang you had this path na at the start, di ba? Parang gusto ko maging astronaut and mila iba na yung path mo, di ba? So, all these things contribute sa, sa, in a very unique STEM journey. And it's good na kailangan i-validate yung feeling na yun for the youth. And it's mga youth at heart, di ba? So, mga amateur people, astronomy, amateur scientists, diba? very important pa rin to let people know na, you know, you can be from anywhere, any background, and still pursue a field in STEM. And I just want to ask you, did you ever experience doing um, field work activities or does your field of work provide those kind of opportunities? Maybe you can also share any experiences or stories in the field? Yes, there are. Merong mga certain activities kami na this is pre-pandemic, definitely. Pre-pandemic, imbitahan kami to conduct planetary shows, di ba? You know, nagpapakita kami mga simulations of the night sky, basically. And then, daladala namin yung mga telescopes in public parks. And then, ganun ulit yung environment, just like in my college days. Nagkukumpulan yung mga tao. Lalo yung mga malilita chikiting. Talagang, what is that light over there? Oh, that's the that's the planet Saturn. Really? No way. Take a look here in the telescope. Then they say, oh my gosh, this was awesome. That fulfilling reaction really is like oh i got them i got them hooked that is the, that could be the beginning of their stem career uh, that experience alone or kahit movie lang yan eh diba movie diba just like what i said a while ago kahit media diba mga movies na napapanood natin diba that can spark interest certain opportunities din uh, yun in my field of work of course scientifically speaking astronomy is a highly collaborative science. Like kung papansinin mo yung mga research papers ng mga astronomy articles, pansin mo, ang daming author. Like kagaya nung isang, ano ba tawag doon? Yung isang research paper ng black, first black hole image. Ilan silang author? Halos 50 to 100 authors. Why is that? Because it's highly collaborative. And in my case, observatory, I collaborate in those research opportunities. Diba? Like, yun, sa NYUAD, New York University, Abu Dhabi, yun. I collaborated in a research project of a monitoring of an X-ray binary black hole system. So, dalawang objects lang yan. So, simplification lang, ano ba X-ray binary black hole? Dalawa lang yan, black hole, saka isang star. 
Kumbaga yung black hole, kinakain niya yung star as in how they actually describe it. Like kinakain niya yung star kasi sobrang lapit niya tapos umiikot siya ng sobrang bilis. And that rotating motion generates a lot of heat. So that radiation itself, yun yung nakikita namin, yun yung minomonitor namin in different wavelengths, including us in the optical. But most likely, nakikita siya sa X-rays. Kumbaga, yung, basically, yung nature ng research in astronomy nowadays is actually looking in a wide spectrum of light. Tinagtawag na EM spectrum, di ba? For sure. Familiar with that term. From radio, infrared, hanggang gamma rays. Ganun na yung trend ngayon ng astronomy. Like, titingin mo na siya in all angles. In my case, di ba, sa field ko naman, mga opportunities, mga science communication, just like what I said a while ago. Primarily, ganun lang naman yun eh. Astronomy kasi ngayon, mas madugo na. Like, yung mga questions ngayon is like, what is dark matter? Hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin nagigets na mga astronomers yan. Alam nilang may dark matter, pero hindi nila alam kung ano yun exactly. <laughs> hindi nila may paliwanag. Diba? Yun yung kakaiba sa science eh. Nandyan siya, pero hindi mo siya maintindihan. Diba? And that confusing, diba, yung parang confusing na feeling, parang magpupush eh, nakapag ikaw yung nakadiscovery ng explanation na lupit mo, galing mo bro. <laughs> diba? Opportunities-wise, Hopefully, once na matapos na yung pandemic, balik na sa normal, balik na sa, di ba, pag interact with a lot of people directly. Kasi mas, yun talaga yung the best experience eh. Mahirap yung medyo tricky nga lang if, if you convey it like this, di ba, sa mga virtual-virtual lang. Mas maganda talaga pag on the spot, tapos mahahawakan nila, makikita nila, lalo sa mga laboratories. Pag nakita, nakita sila ng specimen ng insects, the best yun eh. Kahit ako, namamangha din ako dun, ba? Kung nakita mo sa microscope, di ba? Ayos yun. Kami naman, telescope sa labas kami. Yes, and di ba, Aldrin, you worked in the Mind Museum, tama ba? With, with children also? Yes, I did. So around, uh, that was I think around 10 months part-time. So we make sure na yung experience in STEM talagang it brings excitement which is the primarily one key factor in actually introducing to STEM. But it's good that you're also focusing on how you can teach the youth especially mga children on through science communication how you communicate astronomy to the youth helping them understand it better sa mga experiments mga mind blowing exhibits dun sa observatory or sa museum. So, um, I hope that once the pandemic is over, more the youth now will get experience at Parindiba, especially here in the Philippines. So, thank you, Aldrin, for sharing. What about you naman, Tin? Um, in the field of work you're in, does it offer fieldwork opportunities? Any remarkable experiences that you'd also like to share? So, sa akin naman, being an entomologist, we are always in the field. Ayan. Pero, uh, since nasa academia ko ngayon, yung fieldwork ko na lang is uh, more on uh, getting my students on the field and identifying insects that are available there. Pero we also have an extension work. So yung extension work namin is going to communities. So meron kaming test clinic na tinatawag sa university namin and 
if anyone in the community around has any problems, so pwede silang mag-send ng letter or inquiry, tapos pupuntahan namin yon. So, uh, minsan magsasabi nila na ma, merong kumakain or pumapeste sa, uh, kunwari, sa, sa late, they are uh, planting pineapple. And uh, last time, there was this outbreak na hindi nila ma-address-address. Tapos, uh, ayun, so pinuntahan namin. So actually, not just me as an entomologist. So lahat kami pumunta, merong plant pathologist, mer- merong weed scientist as a whole. So pagpunta namin, we discovered that there is actually an insect eating out yung roots ng kanilang pineapple. So that was the problem there. So yun usually ang sa extension work. Nung nasa uh, FAO naman ako, yung yung field work namin is usually well FAO UN so we are going into deep into the mountains sa mga communities may mga nadadalaw kami or may mga communities kami na parang yung sinasabi natin na piso na lang langit na ganon and while there we are introducing we are introducing mga agricultural na mga ideas so inexplain namin kung bakit ganito yung problema nila or kung sa uh, field naman ng health, bakit tumataas yung dengue cases nila, bakit wala namang lamok, pero ganito yung na-experience nila, ganun. And nung nasa research naman ako, so medyo ano no, maraming, maraming experiences. So nung nasa research naman ako, actually hindi, minsan hindi ayaw maniwala ng mga tao that we actually spend weeks in the mountain camping just to look for insects. Ayan, so... Nung nasa taxonomy ako na na, na field work, we we camp in the mountains, kunwari sa Sierra Madre or na, yung sa Ilocos. And we camp there and we look for stick insects or leaf insects at night. Actually, hindi maintindihan ng mga common people. Why why are you doing that? Bakit niyo pinaparusahan yung sarili niyo? Syempre, walang masyadong makain doon. The, the life there is very different just to look for insects. Pero we are reasoning that the insect world or actually yung biology world is a very huge place. And imaginein mo na lang out of the 10 million insect species, wala pang 10% or wala pang 5% ang napapangalanan. And they are dying out. So parang it's one also of our advocacies na pangalanan man lang natin sila, diba? Let them be discovered before they die of extinction. So it's 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 one of the reasons also why we do the field work. And when I was also studying, yung field work ko naman is one job of an entomologist is also monitoring insect populations in the field. So pwede siyang due to ecology, gusto mo lang malaman kung sa kung at what time or at what month yung population nila nang shoot out. So, kunwari, sa, sa, in, sa lamok, ganun, no? So, especially in terms of dengue monitoring, we are looking at at which month does the mosquito population booms and at which month does the dengue cases shoot out. So, uh, it's it's one way of also determining when you should place your control measures. So, for example, the first rain of, of the year goes in May or June. So, dapat, after the first rain, uh, before the first rain comes, dapat meron ka ng control measure so you could clean up your environment. Kanyan. So it's also necessary for you to do the field work so that you can explain to your community on what they should do. Kasi minsan, uh, magsasabik, magsasabik, magrecommend ka, no? Pero sasabihin minsan ng community, 
Ma'am, wala naman kayo dito eh. So, ma'am, hindi niyo naman nararanasan kasi yung yung nararanasan namin. So, it's it's an important way to communicate that you are able to relate to the people that you are explaining to, lalo na as a scientist kasi parang sila parang pag tiningnan nila yung scientist, parang you're just stuck in the lab. So, kailangan mo ding gumawa ng field work so that you will know that situation on the ground. Yeah. So, para pag nag-explain ka, the the people would believe you easily. So, matatanggap nila yun kasi nakita ka nila that you are with them. Yan lang. For both Yutin uh, and Aldrin, what, I guess, how I see your roles then is that you try to make people understand the work you do better. Like, si Aldrin, but dark matter, no one can explain that. But you also try your best to explain the other concepts in the field of astronomy. Same with Yutin, to communities. And, It's important then to keep in mind the people you talk to. mga bata ba to? Are these the communities that you're working with? Will they understand what uh, ano sinasabi mo? Because sometimes, as mentioned na kanina, the things you communicate or the work that you try to communicate can only be understood by your peers or baka mga colleagues mo, de ba? So it's important talaga for both your fields to really bridge that gap between um, society and science and the sciences or STEM. So it's good that both of you have taken that effort talaga, like over the years of your work or in studying to really help not just Filipinos, like help people around the world talaga understand your fields better. Good also to know now. Aligned din tayo, I guess, in, in knowing more about what kind of support kailangan ng youth today. And life can take you in very unexpected paths talaga. And it's instead of preparing for that one destined path, you have to prepare the youth now for the different kinds of encounters or paths that they'll take on. So I guess my last question, Narin, I can uh, I want to ask you, Alvin. So looking back on your STEM journey, so what keeps you going? And with this, how can we also encourage the youth to get into STEM with their own advocacies? Naman? Basically, the fulfillment. The fulfillment that you actually inspire others that you're actually going to yun nga, help people astronomy has been it's the oldest science it's the oldest science ever existed ever since the beginning of time nandiyan na yung astronomy like we humans are naturally curious hindi natin may pagkakailayan kahit sinong tao yan curious yan for Of course, in nurturing the career, what they want is, sinasabi ko na lang sa mga kabataan is, explore other options din. Nga, kasi it develops versatility. Diba? If you want to survive in this world, you should be adapt. Parang nag-a-adapt. Diba? Adaptability. Kaya mong mag-switch into certain situations na kaya mo pa rin mag-survive. Diba? Kahit sa STEM journey, di ba? In my case, sa astronomy naman, it's a pretty much a versatile field. It's a versatile field kasi matututunan mo dito yung mga very important skills na, mat- na kailangan din na isang tao. Especially in this modern age, physics, mathematics, and computer science, which is a really growing field. Ang daming naghahanap ng mga data scientists ngayon. Ang daming na rin naghahanap ng mga techie na tao. And then, mapapansin nyo, di ba, kapag meron kang ganong klaseng skill, like, it's, and then you bring a lot of value in that company, ganun, like, it's very fulfilling. Don't be afraid to divert yourself every once in a while. Yan, makipag-communicate tayo sa iba pang fields. 
Diba? Kagaya ngayon. Kahit ako, pag lumalabas ako dito sa Abu Dhabi, I meet with a lot of people of completely different backgrounds. Iba na sa business, iba na sa food service. Yung, kung kanina ako nagtatrabaho ngayon kay Sir Tabet, he's in the business field. Um, ano lang siya, astronomy enthusiast lang. But still, I'm learning from him. Napaka-importante yan, guys. Like, of course, sa mga kabataan, learn from others. Sinasabi nila, experience is the best teacher. Not necessarily. Learning from others is the best teacher. Kaya hindi mo na kailangan pagdaanan yung mga ngayon. Diba? Learn from others. Ganun na lagi yung aking sinasaisip ko eh. Ganun din sa STEM field. Have a role model. Learn from him or her. Lalo na yung team actually ng World Space Weekend is Women in Space. That's the team of the World Space Week. Remain firm. Be wise in your decisions. Diba? Don't be afraid to divert. Everyone say na, well, kung trip niyo isang bagay, sige lang. Diba? Ma, you know what? Karaniwan cliche yung mga naririnig nating advices kasi maririnig mo na yan kina Jeff Bezos, kay Mark Zuckerberg, kay Jack Ma. Diba? Pare-parehas lang yan eh. Which is, in fact, hindi pa rin nagbabago yung formula for obtaining success. Diba? Iisa pa rin yan. Nothing is new, basically, pagdating sa mga... Formula. You can execute it in a different way, but if you want to be inspiration to others, like why not be different? Marami, maraming, marami dyan. Ang laki-laki ng mundo, lalo pa yung outer space. Ang laki niyan. Diba? Yun, basic. Yes, thank you, Alden. What about you, Tim? Anything also? Um, I guess same Uh, same question then uh, looking back at your stem journey what keeps you going and how can we encourage the youth to get into stem with their own advocacies for me naman siguro what keeps me going is that i'm uh, i really want to discover things parang as a scientist yun, yun talaga yung gusto ko so kasi nga entomology is a very big field although hindi siya masyadong explored So there is something to discover at every turn. And so merong insekto na hindi pa napapangalanan, merong uh, microorganism na nag-impact sa kanya na hindi pa napapangalanan. Maraming maraming aspects ng entomology ang kailangan ng tulong and there are limited people who are doing it. And so I I really wanted to contribute to to the pool of experts over there. And Aside doon, yung sinabi nga ni Alden kanina, it's very fulfilling. When when you see the smiles or yung interest, yung bigla na lang pag-spark ng, ng mata ng mga bata pag nagkakwento ka about insects, ganyan. So, actually, I have been talking to a lot of kids. Actual video ko lang, from, from people I don't know. Mga first time ko lang na meet, may nagme-message na magulang sa akin, Hayden, my, my child is really into insects these days. Can you talk to her? Can you talk to him? Ganyan. So, I've been actually talking to children as far as Chile and also in Cuba. So, it, it sparks the the interest in people. So, it's, it's a very fulfilling job. And sa akin naman, between passion and... Ano, ano ba tawag doon? Passion and ano, ano yung isa? What taste? Ganyan. So, actually, ano ko din siya? Turning point ko din siya when I was trying to find a job. And yes, reality bites. Sabihin na natin sa mga children ngayon, not all STEM jobs pays well. So, you have to know yourself. Uh, mas gusto mo bang 
makaka-enjoy ka ng life or mas gusto mo ba yung or yung terms of enjoyment mo ba is through fulfillment through emotional fulfillment so sa akin naman I'm okay with a not so high paying job pero yung fulfillment and the environment I am working with is is enough it's enough for me uh, to survive ayan sometimes it's very frustrating of course kasi nga diba para ang taas na nang narating mo sa sa mata ng ibang tao you have a phd you have a graduate degree ganun pero they don't know and para sa mga kabataan ngayon i think they're very afraid to explore things or have an advocacy kasi nga I'm not an expert. I'm just a high school graduate or nasa college pa lang ako. What can I do? And there are these experts around me who can who can contribute more to the world. Parang for me, uh, no no effort is small enough, diba? Parang if you exert something, if and if you want to have an impact, a small impact is still an impact, diba? Parang baby steps, baby steps lang. Eventually, you will. Why not, de ba? Maybe you can you can tap something big in the future. And sabi nga ni Aldrin, do not be afraid of reaching out to others. Parang during my time in Pinoy Scientist, I really appreciated yung mga taong nagtatanong sa akin, what did you do? Uh, what did you feel during these times? Kasi uh, nandito ako ngayon. I'm experiencing uh, imposter syndrome, so I I'm, I think I'm a failure and yan. So you, you learn from others and. Uh, actually, people are afraid na parang ang taas-taas naman ng mga taong ito. They're scientists and we're very, they're very afraid to reach out, to to ask for help. Ganyan. But no, we're, we're very happy to help. I mean, we're, we're here and we are very always uh, willing to listen and to to extend to extend our, our hand. Kung, kung hindi kayo experts and you want to introduce something, you can just stop us. I mean, it's It doesn't involve any money. I mean, we we can give things for free, diba? Parang knowledge should be free actually. So, it's a huge opportunity for us to be able to share what we know and ayun. So, I I hope there are many other mga younger generations who will explore STEM more and not be afraid to explore other opportunities. Ang daming opportunities out there, scholarships, mga fellowships programs na Actually, ako, uh, medyo nagsisi ako kasi during my time in college and high school, I have attended many, many programs, pero I did not know that the opportunities are actually this big. So, wh- whenever I, I have uh, opportunities, I see opportunities, uh, we, we share, we should share to the younger generations. Kasi usually, kulang lang naman sila sa information. And, you know, we, we don't want to limit these these opportunities to the more privileged population where, where in fact, mas maraming kabataan na actually deserving also to be in those projects and in those programs. Wala lang talaga silang opportunity to know about them. Ayan. Thank you, Tim. And thank you also, Alden. And I guess you'll both agree that STEM has STEM is very important and relevant in our lives and it's really, it has really saved so many lives over the years and maybe not just human lives but pati yung mga other things that continue to surround us and more than again the technical skills that the youth learn in STEM they also need to learn the skills as like developing solutions to complex problems they're very important life skills and teaching these skills to the youth and also letting them discover mga advocacies nila at a young age mga interest nila is very important in determining also what kind of career path or what or how can they also grow as an individual or as a person instead so 
we hope you can tune in our next episode as we dive deeper into STEM education with other students, advocates, and teachers. STEM Talks is powered by STEM Plus PH, the flagship program of UNAB Foundation. Make sure to subscribe and follow this podcast as well as our Facebook page, STEM Plus PH or at stemph.rocks. You can also follow our Instagram at underscore stemph for more updates. Make sure to tag us when you share our episodes and use the hashtags stemph, stemfi, and stempHrocks. We can't wait to stemify the future of the Philippines with you.